Welcome back to Middle-Earth, my fellow wanderers. I can honestly say that I've missed wandering Middle-Earth with all of you. On today's episode, I want to share how I've been wandering Tolkien's world over the Christmas break and some plans for this show going forward. And I have a question from a listener about the origin of trolls that we'll get to. I know you get asked this a lot, yet I'll say it again. If you are enjoying the show, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button so that you never miss out on our wanderings, and leave a 5-star rating, because there are so many people out there who want to wander Middle-Earth, but they get lost, so your rating and reviews help them to find the show and wander with us. Now, let's wander. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. First, I want to share with you how I've been wandering the world and works of J.R.R. Tolkien for the past few weeks. I am still in the middle of my annual Lord of the Rings movie marathon. Before we started, I did a poll on Instagram asking if I should include Amazon's Rings of Power and The Hobbit in my marathon. Unsurprisingly, most of those who answered said to only watch the Lord of the Rings movies. But I didn't take your advice, and I'm paying for it. We started with Amazon's Rings of Power Season 1, watching all eight episodes over the course of a couple of days, including on Christmas Day. Then we moved on to Peter Jackson's Hobbit films, and as of today, we've just completed The Fellowship of the Ring. This schedule is odd for me because usually between Christmas and New Year's, we complete the whole film marathon. But with the 8-hour edition of Rings of Power, that schedule has been bumped for me. So we're hustling to get to the rest of the Lord of the Rings movies before the kids go back to school. And yes, I do watch these movies with my kids, who by the way range from preschoolers to teenagers. They have been well trained to a particular set of rules, which include 1. When Dad says close your eyes, you close your eyes until Dad says you can open them. 2. If you get bored, go to another room in the house because messing around will not be tolerated during the marathon. And 3. Absolutely no talking, including asking Dad lore questions. This rule was broken quite a bit this year as my kids were trying to connect the Rings of Power Elrond and Galadriel to the Elrond and Galadriel from The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies, so I was a little lax on this rule this year. My three oldest have read the books or listened to me read the books to them, and so it's always fun for me when they say, for example, hey, that's different than the book, right? While proud, I usually say, yes, and be quiet. All in all, it's a fun experience, and it brings joy to my heart as my children hum the soundtrack, remember their favorite scenes, and try to find a smile on Hugo Weaving's face. To one of my kids, Elrond is known as the guy who never smiles. By our next episode, I hope to happily report that my annual movie marathon will be complete. But that's not the only wandering in Middle-earth I've been doing. I was gifted a few Tolkien-related books that I've really been enjoying. One of these is Bilbo's Last Song. This is a very short book with beautiful illustrations. The text comes from one of Tolkien's poems that I previously was unaware of, and has been considered a sort of epilogue to The Lord of the Rings. The alternate title to the poem is The Grey Havens, which is the launching point for elves and others to leave Middle-earth and sail into the Undying Lands in the West. 
Two things I love about this book. One, the illustrations really are amazing and show a slightly different visual interpretation to Middle-earth than what we usually see from the movies. The illustrations show various points of Bilbo's journey during The Hobbit and have a medieval feel to them. Secondly, the lyrics are quite beautiful, and I was pleasantly surprised at how closely these lyrics were followed in the song from the Return of the King movie called Into the West. That particular song is core to my identity, and I've left instructions that someone sing Into the West at my funeral services. Speaking about illustrations, I was gifted a book called Pictures of J.R.R. Tolkien. This book, as you likely guessed, is a collection of original drawings from the professor himself. These drawings cover The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and even The Silmarillion. Also included are some drawings and patterns, like Numenorean textiles and heraldic devices. One particularly enthralling page is a collection of flower drawings that Tolkien sketched right into the newspaper while doing crossword puzzles. Another book I was gifted is An Encyclopedia of Tolkien by David Day. Another book I was gifted is An Encyclopedia of Tolkien by David Day. This particular edition is the beautiful leather-covered version that I've seen at Costco and Barnes & Noble for a while now. The pages look so beautiful that I hesitate to open the book. I will say in general I love a tattered and well-used book, but there are some copies that I want to keep beautiful, and this may be one of them. This book is a great encyclopedia with various topics such as maps and battles and exploring the origins behind them. And lastly, most of my reading time this Christmas break has been consumed by a book called The Making of Middle-Earth by Christopher Snyder. Christopher Snyder is a historian and medievalist, and this book is a part biography on Tolkien and part origin story for the different tales and legends that Tolkien created. This book gives special emphasis to Tolkien's love of languages going so far as to credit the name Middle-earth to being inspired from the lines of an old English poem called Christ One, the Advent lyrics. Here are the lines in Old English, see if anything sounds familiar, and I hope I'm pronouncing these correctly. Eala eirendel, engla beortast, alfer midan giarde, sended. Translated into modern English, Hail eirendel, brightest of angels over Middle-earth sent to men. That's right, not only does the name of Tolkien's world come from these lines, but also the name of Elrond's father, Eärendil, the great mariner who carries one of the Silmarils in the sky as a star. Between the films and these new books, I have found more curious and deep corners of Midian-Giard to explore, and perhaps I'll work a few insights from these resources into future episodes. Now, as I've mentioned in the previous episode, here's the current plan for 2024 and beyond. We are going to deep dive into the actual novel, The Lord of the Rings. Currently, I'm thinking we'll go at a slow, deep pace, likely five pages per weekly episode. We'll give that a feel for now, and maybe we'll change that cadence as we go forward. I welcome you to follow along or read ahead. We obviously can't cover every detail or scene in a 20-minute episode, so your wandering experience will be enriched as you read on your own. We'll be starting with the prologue, which in my movie cover edition will be pages 1 through 5. We may even start by breaking down the Ringverse. If Rings of Power Season 2 is released, we'll take a wander through the lore behind the new episodes, and expected in December 2024 is a new animated film titled The War of the Rohirrim, which will explore some events in the ancient past of Rohan. So there's still lots happening in the world of Tolkien, 
and I'll be here to help you connect the dots and understand all the lore. Before we close today, I received a listener question about the origin of trolls. We'll get to that right after this break. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. You can be the hero of your own Marvel Comics adventure. Marvel Strike Force is an extraordinary mobile game a haven for comic book enthusiasts and gamers alike. Lead your own fellowship of heroes and villains to battle against the forces of darkness that threaten the very fabric of the universe. From the menacing Doctor Doom to the formidable Apocalypse, every battle is a chance to prove your mettle. And right now, Marvel Strike Force is commemorating its six-year anniversary. That means free rewards await those who heed the call and sign up today. With weekly events and bonuses, this anniversary celebration promises a treasure trove of special rewards. Rally your allies, sharpen your blades, and dive into the action of Marvel Strike Force today. Use code MAXPOOL to unlock free new treasures. That's code MAXPOOL, all one word, on the mobile game Marvel Strike Force. Now, back to wandering. Wanderer Paul J. sent me an email asking about the coming of trolls to Middle-earth. How did trolls come into being? A great question, Paul. Thanks for sending it in. And if you other wanderers would like to send me a question, you can do so by sending me an email or message on Instagram, both of which have links in the episode notes. The short answer is, we're not entirely sure. Tolkien didn't write anything too detailed on this subject. But here's the more complicated answer. Let's go back to the orcs. The prevailing origin story of the orcs is that Morgoth, Sauron's master, kidnapped, tortured, and corrupted elves into a new species, orcs. There's some complications to this story, but that's how it's published in the Silmarillion, so we'll go with that. Also, Tolkien wrote in several places that evil could not create anything new. It could only corrupt what had already been created by the creator god, Iluvatar. What do these two points have to do with the origin of trolls? Well, here's an interesting conversation between Pippin, the Hobbit, and Treebeard, the Ent, from the Two Towers. Pippin has asked if the Ents will really break the doors of Isengard. Treebeard answers, quote, Oh, hmm, well, we could, you know. You do not know, perhaps, how strong we are. Maybe you have heard of trolls? They are mighty strong. But trolls are only counterfeits made by the enemy in the great darkness, in mockery of Ents, as orcs were of elves. We are stronger than trolls. So there you are. Trolls may be counterfeit, corrupted Ents. That's about all we have on the origin of trolls. Paul, I hope you found that answer as unsatisfactory as I do. But wait, I have just a little bit more. In the 12-volume set, The History of Middle-Earth, some early drafts of the appendices to the Lord of the Rings were printed. In one of these drafts, Tolkien had written this, quote, Trolls, in their beginning, creatures of lumpish and brutal nature, had nothing that could be called true language of their own. But the evil power had at various times made use of them, teaching them what little they could learn, and even crossing their breed with that of larger orcs. Well, even in the midst of an appendix on languages, the professor left us some breadcrumbs to chew on. Trolls were bred with larger orcs, and it would appear that trolls had different levels of speech capability, 
Apparently, Bill, Tom, and Bert, also affectionately called Mr. Bilbo's Trolls from The Hobbit, were uniquely intelligent and articulate for trolls. There's no simple first-year Hogwarts spell that could take out those three trolls. Well, my fellow wanderers, I'm happy to be back exploring Middle-earth with you. Join me next time as we start our careful expedition into the pages of Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. If today's episode was valuable or insightful to you, please remember to drop a review and share with someone you know. Thank you for wandering Middle-earth with me today. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.